going to talk about the cross. What themes come to mind when you think about the cross? Forgiveness. Mel Gibson. Right. Uh, <laughs> Forgiveness and Mel Gibson, everybody. That's the title of this episode. Forgiveness <laughs> and Mel Gibson. He, he directed The Passion of the Christ, so that's and why it's... to forgive him for that, or...? <laughs> I mean, he needs lots of forgiveness for other things. Anyways, forgiveness... Yeah, that's the main thing, right? Especially in American Christianity. When we think of the cross, it's, I've been forgiven, I've been redeemed, someone else took the death that was rightfully for me, so on and so forth. Is that um, a song? It's probably every Lots Christian song ever written. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that that would be that would be the common theme that comes up. But there's actually the the cross is such a mega moment of the Bible that it's almost like when when the New Testament authors look at the cross, they often like talk about what it did in all different kinds of ways. And so there's this problem amidst scholars. Some of them want to nail down, like, what did the cross do? It had to only do one Wait, thing. they what want to the... nail on the cross? Okay, that's, that was a bad choice of words there. <laughs> they, want to, they want to focus in on what was it that the cross did. Was it forgiveness? Because we need to, we need to know what the main thing was. And then others would be like, no, it wasn't that. Or I don't like our idea that God, God took his wrath out on his son to... Uh, so I, I'm getting rid of that, and I'm focusing on this other theme of the cross and saying that one's wrong. Anyways, there are a lot of ideas out there about what the cross did, and people fight about it. Whereas I'm in this camp. The cross did so many things <laughs> that when the when the New Testament writers like look at the cross, they're like, wow, it did this and this and this and this. And we don't need to narrow it down to one thing. Was it forgiveness? Yes. Was it Mel Gibson, no. But was it God um, taking on himself uh, our sins? Yeah, sure. So all that's there. It's very clearly there. But there are other elements as well. Um, Narnia catches it well, the one that I'm focusing on today. Does anybody know the quote I'm going to already? No one would write about a lamppost. (laughs) The stone You need more culture. The stone table? Stone table, right? Yeah, Aslan dies on it, and when he comes back to life, he's kind of got this really epic quote where, like, don't cite me the old laws because I was there when they were written. Yeah, well, there's, there's that. That was It was more the, uh, Aslan, how'd you come back to life? Uh, there was a deeper magic that the witch did not know. And essentially, like, the idea was, like, the witch had been overthrown in what what he had done. Like, the, the something better and bigger that she wasn't aware of came about because of what she did in crucifying or stone-tabling Aslan, right? And that's, uh, that's the route that Paul takes it. Let me find the passage. So 1 Corinthians 2 says... Uh, among the mature we do impart wisdom, although it is not the wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away. But we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So whether they're supernatural or physical rulers, which often are seen as uh in co-partnership in the Bible. 
um, whatever kind of rulers they are, Paul essentially says, like, if they understood that what crucifying Jesus would have done, they would have never have done it because that was the secret wisdom. That was the, uh, the deeper magic that the witch did not know about. So, in other words, Jesus being crucified was bait and switch, right? Like, Satan's thinking, yeah, this will end it. He doesn't want this to happen. Ah, we win. We're going to end the king. Satan's thinking the same way the Jews are thinking. Like, he came in on a donkey. Satan's thinking, like, where's your war horse, essentially? You know, like, he's here to bring the kingdom of God. We need to get rid of him. We need to kill him. Little does he know, Jesus is trying to to Jesus knows like this is the cup that's come for him he has to die and so he's letting Satan do it Satan thinks that he's winning here but little did he know he's not yeah and that's how Paul looks at the cross he's like if the rulers of this age knew if the the little g gods and demons and and the kings and queens of this world, if they all knew what they were getting into when they crucified Jesus, they would have never done it. Because what they did in that time was the secret wisdom of God was made full. The deeper magic was uh, finally found. And God took control of of all things in that moment. He's exalted to the highest place, not, not the lowest place. And I think when you look at the Bible, you see that Satan is like the... Um, it's kind of like this god of death of sorts, because uh, that's he's he seems to um, he's the lord of death is kind of what Hebrews calls him, but he's like uh, he's, so he's like Hades, in a way because he's he's been doomed to Sheol the Bible says so he's been sent to the place where the dead go, and since he is this kind of powerful being who won humanity over in the beginning at the in the Garden of Eden. He in some way has taken control over humanity. They all go to death. Death is his dominion. Sheol is his dominion. So he's he's won a lot through this. Uh, but also in the garden, there was this prophetic word that one day a human being, um, that Eve would give birth to someone who would who would step on that snake, who would step on Satan, and uh, the snake would bite his heel. Uh, and that's what happens on the cross essentially is Jesus it looks like the snake's one he's bit his heel he's on the cross the snake has put him there but Jesus has really stomped on his head because finally a human who wasn't worthy of death finally a human who you weren't allowed to kill because they didn't sin uh, you sent him to shield you sent him to his to the domain he didn't belong in. And Satan's so blinded by his rage and his passion to consume Jesus that he never stops to think about that. You know, like, wait a minute. You can't kill a perfect man. Like, oh, this is, this is just a... I like to imagine Jesus in the three days where he's he's dead. <laughs> just like, what's up? <laughs> he's like glowing and they're looking at him like... What's going on? We killed you. He's like, did you though? So, so the Hercules moment. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It's like when they try to cut a string. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it starts glowing and he's like, I'm dying. I'm just kidding. Like, So yeah, Jesus has this moment where like they've tried to kill him and now they realize 
they didn't, they can't, and they shouldn't have done what they did because Jesus then is resurrected, comes back to life, overthrows them, ascends into heaven, and now, as John will say in Revelation, like Satan's just so mad that he's lashing out at Christians because, like, he just wants turmoil. He wants us to suffer, but he knows that he's already lost. So if you're ever wondering why bad things happen in the world today, now you know Satan's ticked off (laughs) because everything's gone wrong for him. And he's fed into his own demise. And you see that because the Bible says he entered Lazarus. So, like, we often think that Lazarus, like, put Jesus on the cross alone. The Bible's like, yeah, it was Lazarus, but it was Lazarus under the temptation and guidance of Satan. So, like, Satan put Jesus on that cross. Satan wasn't aware. You shouldn't put Jesus on the cross. This will end badly for you. So anyways, when you look at the cross, yes, forgiveness. No Mel Gibson. Yes, someone else took on all of our sin for us. But also, the cross was not just forgiveness. The cross was glorification, the kingdom of God, the Son of Man, one human being finally getting it right because that human being happened to be God himself and being glorified and sent to the holy place and overthrowing Satan's kingdom through the cross. The cross is much bigger, much more explosive than we often lead on to. And uh, Jesus overthrowing Satan, or Christus Victor as it's often called, is just one more thing that we need to remember that the cross did. Hey, you've heard a lot of our thoughts, except for Olivia, she's tired. Now, we want to hear a lot of your thoughts, so... Put them in the Discord. I'll try to throw in something in there, maybe. And be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share us with all your friends. She's falling asleep. Yeah, I really am. I don't know.